Yeah. I was probably a bit out of order. Hugo got to have an operation that night. Yeah. Oh, I just right. stayed out and Did went you? to the pub. Right, okay. Just looking back now, I probably shouldn't have done. It's the Still Parents Podcast. Welcome along, one and all. Thank you very much for listening to this, whether you are joining us live on the stream or if you are listening back to this free podcast provider. Whenever the chuff that is. I'm Dan, I'm here with Ryan Jackson and Matthias Whitehouse as, uh, as usual. How are we, gents? Fine. I was all right until he said Matthias Whitehouse. <laughs> Why can't you give me a, like a, a good name? All right, so we've got Matthias and Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd like to drop us a message at any point tonight on the chat, uh, Ryan's looking at that now, so feel free to do so. Any questions that you've got for either of these fine gentlemen or indeed our guest tonight, which kind of brings us full circle a little bit. So we've got Sam, Sam Belcher. How are you, Sam? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Now, Sam was our first ever, ever guest, which we did three years ago, our first ever episode, which was called The Elephant in the Room. But we wanted to get Sam back on because I don't. You've not joined us since I think. No, have you? I was one and only. Was it? Really? Yeah, but we've seen you plenty of times because you. Yeah. When we do our charity football matches, you. Sam's brilliant. Yeah, we give the ball to Sam. I mean, on our last episode, <laughs> I've never started the game. Oh no! Yeah, always sub. just, just <laughs> yeah, sub every yeah, game. Yeah, fine. Have you? Yeah, but to be fair, like, we know what we we, we don't want to like go too hard too soon with the opposition. <laughs> so we bring you on, give the ball to Sam, and then he just. Does what he does. Does what he does. You're a a useful player, to make an understatement. Now, on our last episode we had with Ryan Palmer, now he's a pretty useful player as well. So between the two of you, the other nine men aren't really needed on the pitch. Speak for yourself. (laughs) I'm I'm definitely not. You're like a a Rolls Royce. You're one of those players that really irritates me because I remember one of the people who, like, I'm getting on, I'm thinking, right, I'm shit, so I'll just run around a lot, make it look like... You're the opposite. You don't run around much, but but you're brilliant. Can't run. And it's just pinging 80-yard passes, scoring goals from the halfway line, nutmegging people when he's not even got the ball and how you do that. (laughs) Did you ever, like, play a, like, semi-professional or, like... Yeah, I played semi-pro. So I signed for Wickham Wickham when I was a kid. Wickham Wanderers. Did you, ever, did you ever play for? No, I never played. Okay. I signed pro, right. and came back, went on loan to Hinkley United. Oh yeah, yeah. Time Hinkley Leicestershire. Yeah, and just played semi pro ever since. To be fair, still trying high, to play. What now. was the highest you played? Like it was level probably was. Conference North. Okay, at yeah. the time. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So what's that like? The seventh. It's the one. It's the yeah. one below the main Conference National League. So it's the one below yeah. where Wrexham was. Yeah. 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 We you played you, Wrexham actually. The team that you yeah. signed for, Wickham, they actually did the bit of the giant killing over my lot, Leicester. Oh, back w- in the day. Yeah. With yeah. A, uh, like two thousand, with a guy who'd been recruited the day before the match off teletext. <laughs> Essendon. Ray, Roy Essendon. Yes. Yeah. And he's a legend in the game now because that's like the only game he ever played. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine he sat there. So teletext is like the, <laughs> yeah. it's like Twitter through the TV back in the day, yeah. wasn't it? Teletext, it's sort of. Yeah. And he just answered a call on there. <laughs> That's brilliant. And he came on, scored in the 94th minute. It was a header win. That's brilliant. Yeah. And then yeah. never saw him again. That was, that was it. <laughs> Do you know what, though? You say about that. Have you ever heard the story that Harry Redknapp talks about on the pre-season friendly? No. Where there was a bloke in the stands that had been giving Redknapp yes. pelters for the whole game about yeah. Lee Chapman saying, oh, he's shit, he's this, yeah. he's that. <laughs> so that he got his boot man, he got his, his kit man, sorry, to go and get a kit. And he put, he put this bloke on. What, a supporter? The yeah, supporter. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Put, yeah. him on. Put him on in the second half. He scored two goals. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it back, backfired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, like, he was carrying a bit of timber as well. Oh, okay. But the, the way Redknapp says it, he's brilliant. But, yeah. yeah, it's good. I, I, yeah, yeah. If yeah. I can find a good quality copy of that, you on the edited version, yeah, you're hearing, we'll stick it in. You're yeah, hearing it's, it right it's now. It's a good story. Yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. He was just a punter. 
shouting at me Give all through the game. Non-stop. Oi, Redknapp, when we're going to get a decent strike with his club? He had tattoos, West Ham all over him, West Ham earrings in, up his legs. So second half started, we got a couple of injuries. Got an injury, I'd already used all the subs. It was a friendly pre-season three, and I went, oi, big mouth. I said, can you play as good as you talk? <laughs> he went, yeah, I'm better than that chap. And I said, well, get your gear on, we'll find out. And he came on, scored. <laughs> I've, I've thought about doing that a couple of times and I've had pissed idiots coming up to me while I'm DJing going, you're sure I could do better than you. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, well, maybe not, just in case, because you might well be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you first joined us, Sam, we, as it was our first ever episode, we, we didn't really get into your, into your story. Yeah. And so I'd like to do that a little bit tonight as well. And because we are revisiting our first ever episode, The Elephant in the Room, and we'll talk about that again because I know it's been three years since we've done that and it'll be interesting to see mentally where you're at and, and three years further on in, your, in Ryan and Matt with your journeys of grief because it'll be 14 years for you in February. It will. Ryan, and it'll be eight years for you and Crystal this year, won't it, with, right. uh, with Callie. First up then, let's because there's the differences with your with your story, Sam, was the fact that it was it was twins, wasn't yeah. it? And one survived. He shouldn't have, but he, he did. Yeah. It's, it's, so in in line with what we always do on the podcast, then over to you. And if you don't mind just giving us um in as much detail that, that you're comfortable with or you want, your story about Harper. And like we say, if you need a minute at any point, yeah. go for it. And yeah, over over to you. Yeah, so we had twins, premature. I think it was twenty four weeks. Yeah, I remember the week. It was Friday. Uh, my wife Diana' waters broke on the Friday. Yeah. Then I went football on the Saturday because she came out of hospital. Yeah. She was fine. Okay. Went football. Was late because we was at the hospital. Mm. Was, we had a new manager. I'll never forget it. Oh. So we had a brand new manager. His first game. Was he buying it? I was it? late. I was trying to phone him. Not answering. I'm like, got, got here like two o'clock. He weren't there because he he had a baby that same day. Oh no way! No way! It was mad. So his sister was like, "Who are you?" I'm like, "Some Belgian. You, you play him." <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> like, you turn up to play for your much. team. Who are you? <laughs> it, was, it was their first game. I think I scored two. I think we won about five one. Then went home Sunday. I can't remember what we did Sunday, but on the Monday. That's when she went into labour. But I was at work. I was in okay. Northampton. I was DPD driver at the time. Mm. So her brothers text me saying, you need to come back. So I've just bombed it to the hospital. Yeah. And they've literally just been born. Both wow. of them. Okay. So, you so I've walked in the room, DPD as... out. But the doctor thought her brother was the dad sort of thing. Okay. So okay. he's looking at me like, oh, right, he's yeah. just DPD driver in right. the labour Did someone think you were there to deliver something? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan spat <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you don't know what yeah DPD for anyone um, listening overseas who doesn't, I'm not sure is it international like, I don't know but if, if you're not wary of it yeah <laughs> if you see DPD <laughs> it means you're getting a package like yeah, yeah. so I'm oh, like so. just walked in and doctors he's looking at me weird thinking where do I sign yeah then it weren't due till Wednesday <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then we're both size of my hands to be fair all in like the bags it was just Big blur, to be fair. Yeah. So he's 24 weeks. 24 weeks. Yeah, okay. So like yeah. Pretty much see-through one, yeah. I don't even know. Mm. Crazy. Yeah. But like one was over there. It was just mad. I've never seen so many people in like one room. Yeah. And just, I, I can't even remember what happened for like just a next blur. three, four hours. Yeah. Blur, like. And we're like, we're going to be okay. And the doctor took us to the side, I'm guessing. And was just like, I don't think, oh, mate, like, 
we'll have to see in the next few hours. Oh, the doctor said about, about both much, of yeah, you? Because, yeah. Wow. And, uh, so it was Harper ex. and the other twin was Hugo, Hugo was that yeah. that's right. Both had bleeds on the brain, wow. obviously because of that all oxygen. Mm. It was just crazy. It's fun. Then they got transported to Leicester. I think you went to Leicester, Hugo. Leicester Royal? Yeah, I think so. This was at Walsgrave. Okay. And Harper battled on, passed away. It was about three days, and so it was one big blur to film. So, so they weren't uh, together then, obviously, when Harper passed away. Hugo had already gone, is that right? No, oh. they, were, they were together so, for a bit, but okay. the plan was to go to Leicester. Okay, and then see, I don't know, I think we have a special, yeah, yeah, thing. You, yeah. But yeah, the next I think it was three days, but after about a day and a half, we knew Harper was going to go, right? So we had like a little so with me, all the family, and yeah, we that was it. We put a, put a, put yeah. to sleep, sort of thing. I'll never forget. I went out outside the hospital, and one of my mates, his brother, was he, he seen me. I was just I hugged him and started crying my eyes out. Mm. I don't. I'm not even that close to him, to be fair. But yeah. it was just he was there. Yeah. His wife works at the hospital as well. Then the next eight months, just one big blur. Hugo was in hospital for eight nine months. The old one, wow. Literally there, kept Yeah, just, he was going to Leicester. It wasn't... Batskov. So it wasn't going, didn't go home at all? No, during those home wow. Eight, nine months. Wow. And it was just... So I was still working for DPD for a bit. They gave me time off. They were quite good, to be fair. Oh, you did have some time yeah. off? Yeah. But at some point, I had to go back. I think it was about two months I went back. Okay. How, much, how much time did you spend in the hospital? Um, I suppose much not as much could. as Diane, my wife. She was... Because she was a teacher. She was working from... Uh, okay. Um, I was because we had Henry as well. So he was of five. Course, yeah, so yeah, yeah. He was still going to school, and my mother-in-law she helped out a lot with Henry. I was still going to work back and forth. It was mad. The first time we went to Leicester with Hugo, I don't know if you've been there. Leicester Tigers play right next to us. It's, it's my hometown, is it? Yeah, yeah I was I was born in Leicester Royal. Yeah, so right to get there. It took, yeah. The first time we went, it was about two hours. Leicester Tigers at home. Yeah. Oh, you gosh. Can't get in the car. Oh, oh no, yeah. I was so, never been yeah, there. Leicester Tigers ground and, and Leicester mm. City's ground are within. It's yeah. a bit like Liverpool, Everton. Obviously, oh, really? Leicester team's far more successful. And, and the hospital <laughs> was like right in. Yeah, so in the space of just a few hundred meters, you've got this massive center of population and the prison. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's all, all around that. the same. Isn't Literally, it? Yeah. right. If you can Google map it, wow. right next to each other. Even Leicester's new stadium's on the like hundred meters away from the old site, so it's the same same no. problem. I used to sell programs around there, no and it was just an absolute fucking nightmare trying to get yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Really so in nice. the end, I used to get a train. Okay. That long, a lot easier. Park, yeah. You can park. Yeah. yeah. At the time, you had to pay for parking. And that's the last thing you really need know, to. Yeah. Like you go through all of that. The first time we went there, because he went in the hospital in the ambulance, so we drove, and that was. Uh, it took about two hours to yeah. the car park. Yeah, it's mental. <laughs> the difference with this, with any other guest that we've had on, is that you're dealing with this, the, the grief and the, and, and the loss of Harper, at the same time as you've you've got Hugo, who's arrived. And, you know, still, like you said, you're all over the place, I imagine, because you're dealing with the grief and also the uncertainty of uh, yeah. what was going to go and happen with, with Hugo. So how was that with you? And how was your wife? You said Diane, wasn't it? Yeah. How were, how are you finding? Can you talk us through like uh, you, you know the the initial sort of conversations you have or any memories that that you have and how you process things? The reason why I'm asking is for people listening to this. Maybe this is the first episode of the Still Parents podcast that they've listened to, and you're the first person that they're hearing talk about this. Um, just to give that 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 context to maybe what someone else is feeling right now. 
Like I say, it was one big blur, but I just just hope that he'd mm. come out of it sort of thing because it was that uncertainty. But And we had Henry. If we didn't have Henry, it would have been a lot worse. And he was five at the time, he you were saying? No, he was probably... He was like two, three. Oh, right, up. okay. So he's just getting like yeah. character sort of thing. So he was... It's my way of putting it. Yeah, he was... He was our light, to be fair. Okay. Just kept us going. Mm. If we didn't have him, then it would have been all yeah, I hear that. doom and gloom sort of thing. That was, say, we were going back and forth. It was just big blur. And I was still playing football. That was my. Because Ryan, our, our, our guest that we had on on episode seventy, he stopped. I think it was Ryan, wasn't it? He, he just he was the opposite. I think yeah. together, he just completely was. It wasn't the escapism that I'm sensing. It might have been for you just to. Get your brain somewhere else for, for, for 90 yeah, minutes. Yeah, for a couple of hours. And to be fair, it's probably the best I played. I've done even. It's weird. Oh, really? Because you're just really so well. zoned in. I don't, I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Why, why do we think that is? I don't know. Because <clears throat> it's. No it, the reason I'm asking is because that contrast between. And obviously, everyone processes things in the way that's best, best for them. Oh, I think the thing as well that you will have. I mean, like, you know, we, we've said that this episode is called The Elephant in the Room as well. <coughs> is that. Finish, Matt. Sorry, yeah. I couldn't get his mic down in time. I told him to put on mic. Is that you are constantly living with the elephant in the room yeah. because you've obviously got Hugo, who's four now. Mm. And every uh, milestone. Milestone, like, yeah. If Harper should be there. Like Constant reminder. Christmas. Yeah. Even like New Year's. Yeah, yeah. Plus you'll get asked about it oh, so yeah. many. So yeah. the one I'll get at a minute is because we had another little boy, Harris. He's two, but he's caught with. He's probably bigger than Hugo, so I get a lot of. Uh, oh really? Of, yeah, I get a lot of of M two twins. So Harris was born after uh, after the twins, and but is but you get you get asked a lot if if Harris and Hugo and twins. Hugo are the twins. Oh, oh wow! Constantly. And you uh, so yeah. And how quickly did you get fed up of that then? <laughs> so we had it all on a holiday as well. Okay. We really. Yeah, a lot of people are saying oh, yeah, it when you're... all the time. When when it's just them two, yeah, all the time. Can I ask a question? This is just a bit off on a bit of a tangent. Is there a reason why all your children start with the letter H? It's planned, yeah, Diane. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. Now just, I just, yeah, just wondered. Do you know? Funnily enough, I had a friend when I was at school, Russell, who his parents had hundred, like hundreds of kids. I'm not joking. Hundreds. Like, <laughs> they were popping kids out for fun, right? right. And they were all began with R. How many R's are there? What? Well, it's lots of R's, isn't it? Alphabet by Matt. Like you said, hundreds, hundreds. How many? There's only one R. Yeah, not just one. Like just trying. You know when before I came in and we were talking off air about the dumbest person I'd spoken to today? No, 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 no. No, but there are. I mean, I think I think that has definitely top trumped that. I've got tears in my eyes. How many R's are there? No, how many names? That's how many names of R's, right? One. You know what I meant. <laughs> I love you so much. You know what I meant. How many names? That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, right? that makes more sense. Sandy. <laughs> Sorry, over to you two for a minute. <laughs> oh, Matt. What, what, Matt, what have you done? <laughs> Dan's. Dan can't be consoled over there. He's crying. Oh, He's crying his eyes. Takes a lot for me to get tears in my eyes when I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. But going back to that, yeah, yeah I, I went to school with a lad whose parents, 
all their children were, uh, began with R. So there was Russell, there was Rory, Rosie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember. Rebecca. There were a few of us. Yeah. My first choice, <coughs> I wanted Sam. I wanted, oh, yeah. Henry, the first one. Yeah. I wanted Sam, but... Are you wanting to name the kid after, after yeah. yourself? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sam Jr. <laughs> End up with Henry. Do you know what, though? Uh, the, the balmy thing is where you were just saying there about Pete. <laughs> I just can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be serious. I can just think of him. The, uh, <laughs> the, um, the balmy thing is, because I've obviously seen Hugo and yeah. I've seen Harris as well, and to me, they don't... Well, I mean, obviously I know they're not, but I don't understand how people would question yeah, that they do look like twins because they, they don't... They don't look... They don't look. They don't look no. the same at all. Well, this brings us into the elephant of the room territory, I yeah. think, because it just as as yeah. we mentioned. So obviously, the link to our very very first episode is in the description for this, and the the reason why we we did that was just to um, because we wanted to offer a support the network and you know get uh, especially dads, but not not exclusively. Uh, we've had mums on as well, just to be in a space where you can be around kindred spirits, I guess. And, and as we've referenced before, and as Matt says, it's that club that you, that you don't want to be in. But also another reason was to give an, uh, an outlet for maybe the friends of those people who haven't lost themselves, but they have got friends who have. And sometimes they might say dumb things to them. Sometimes they might not know what to say to them. The right time to say things, the right time to approach, the right time to literally open that box. And for, uh, I was that person, one of those people from knowing Ryan and Matt uh, which helped to educate me on those things to help with other friends and so we started this episode to just reference what we used to call the elephant in the rooms and now before we went live tonight I just asked Matt to write down a few um, things that he remembers that he's been told or asked or just and anyone who's watching tonight live can can take part in this as well those things that just they they wind you up because they're not very maybe they're not a thoughtful comment now the the thing is, quite often they're not meant in that way, are they? No. They're just they're just they're just comments that come out to fill that I silence. Think, yeah, people just try and fill the fill the silence, don't they? Yeah. Literally is that like any So twenty twenty four elephant in the room with where you are at in your own grief journeys, uh, you know, take it away. Whoever wants to go first. Go on, Matt. I said before we came on that time allows you to process things a little bit better. Yeah. So I've done a lot of work with my, my clients on this lately as well. Might be going off tangent a little bit, but... Okay, for it. Like, at the start, when you lose, you are very... There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of, you know, you want... And, and the anger comes from you want everyone else to feel the way that you feel. But that's... You want them to, to because it'll understand them, or because it's not fair? Both, probably. Right, yeah. yeah, both. And it, come, it then links back to sitting in grief and you can't sit in grief forever because mm. it's not it, you just you just can't do it right so I think the elephant in the room questions probably get easier for me over time listen don't get me wrong it, a lot of it depends on your mood I guess as well doesn't it yeah or, yeah or uh, how much you like the person you're talking to but yeah, I, yeah and I, but I also yeah. and, I, and that's the issue again as well I think if you've got the, those questions from people who have known your journey when you're eight years down that can be a problem because actually you think, well, you should by now you should be tuned in a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. But if you meet All right. new, if okay. you meet a new person and they say and they don't know anything about your history, then that you know that's but that's what I mean. Yeah, I can yeah, take those, I can take those questions a little bit easier now because the hurt, of course, it hurts, but it's not as raw as at the yeah. start. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you know how to manage your emotions yeah. now with it. But the people who, who may ask those questions eight years down the line probably aren't in my life now anyway. Okay. So, Can you remember the last the last? It thing? comes down to yeah. experience. Yeah, okay, really, yeah doesn't it? absolutely. That, that, that's what it is, ultimate. Yeah. That's what it is. It's, yeah. um, it's the fact that, yeah, at the time where somebody says something right at the very beginning and it's raw and anything and everything can just go bang, yeah. it just trigger you. Yeah. Everything mm. is a trigger. Yeah. Over time, I just, I mean, when pe- it's very rare now if people ever say anything to me now, which yeah. is, the, in fact, tell a lie, the last time I can think of somebody saying something to me is, I know somebody whose um, daughter sadly died um, when she was about 13, 12, 13 years old. And I was talking to a lady when I was out walking the dog and it was this girl's birthday. Uh-huh. And I always remember her saying to me, I don't know what's worse, losing a baby or losing your daughter at 12 years old. And I was thinking, right, okay. I don't really, it's, it's you know, like we're mm. not scoring it. It's not a... It's all know, relative kind of to the person. It's, it's all relative, relative yeah. yeah. But, but also, why would you come out and say something stupid like no, that? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not obviously... Did you know that person well? Sorry. I didn't know them well. I right. knew them, you know, like I say, you go out and walk the dogs and I'd see her with the dog and, and stuff did, like that. Did you see their face re- reaction when they said it? Because, you know, no. some, you say something and straight away it's like, oh... There was no reaction. Then oh. It was almost like a like it was normal. It to was them. like a normal to them, which you know I won't. I'm not not going to be angry with them or anything. Yeah. But that, I just thought that, well, we're not having that a pop was, at anyone. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought that was quite interesting. How yeah, yeah, like somebody from the outside who might compare, it, it, yeah. you know, mm. compare and contrast. But then also like we were talking off off air, obviously, weren't we, Sam? Where you were talking about people that had said to you about yeah. girls. If it, yeah, yeah. If so, they don't know the story. They, Receive the three boys when they're like, oh, you look, you ain't got a daughter. So, we're like, so that's what you heard from people. No, I've, I've, yeah, a few times. Someone's coming up to you saying, you're lucky you haven't got a daughter. Yeah, this just, like, it's not the most like sensible thing. Girls are worse, sort of thing. Yeah, so they're, they're playing up on stereotypes, aren't they? But again, it's just that whole thing of like, you know, put your brain in gear before you. Yeah, yeah, think before you engage. Well, sometimes yeah. I don't know that I've lost a daughter as well. But yeah. That's one what gets me quite a lot as well. Do you find, because obviously we've had Christmas, New Year recently and those those pertinent dates, is that a time when things, t- uh, you, you sense a little bit more apprehension from someone, maybe a family member or, or someone from the extended family, a colleague uh, that you maybe don't speak to so much? Because people kind of communicate a little bit differently in uh, uh, that time of year, I think. Not really, I don't think. I'm not, not for me. I'm... No, no. I think I it's know. different for us though, Matt, because we w- work around people that, everyone that we well, work yes. with is everyone's lost. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, well, apart from... Apart from maybe one or two yeah, people, yeah, but yeah. everyone that we work with has lost. So there's a there's a a, a sort of what's I can't think of what the word is. There's a connection. Combi- there's a combined connection of, of okay. knowing what right, yeah, you want to hear yeah. and what you yeah. don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. I suppose. So that's why you two off, can offer a lot of insight then to to people such as myself who coming into conversations and, and meeting people who you're not always and I get you know there's the nuances of different people personality types mood etc all, all coming into play because one part one thing we want to do on this episode is just to extend it out again to those who haven't gone through the bereavement to understand the better ways to communicate with people who have and is there any advice that you would give to someone I mean you could even imagine someone in your head who that you know you don't have to name them that you you quite often sense when they see you they they don't really know how to approach it or talk to you about it it's a good question. I don't think there's any right or wrong way of 
Just want it to be normal, don't you? Yeah. It's, it's, so how yeah. do you? But how well, do you? Are, know, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. How do you articulate that? Because you, in a weird way, you're then making them feel comfortable, comfortable when you're the yeah. one who's gone. Yeah. I, I don't think, know because I think right at the very beginning, if somebody had said something to me which was maybe quite triggering or something which was like a comment like what you've had there about you know not having girls yeah. or something like that. Think knowing the personality I am, I would have snapped back at them straight away. Yeah. Whereas now I just I would say that about you now as well. Yeah, I'd probably do the same if it happened now. Yeah. Not not because of I've heard you swear at your dog. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what top that's what we're talking about with time, doesn't it? Time yeah. changes how you react yeah. to things, doesn't it? Like, but it, if I was given advice <laughs> It's, it's very, very difficult because... Mm. That, that's why I want to get into yeah, it. What's, what's right for... Sorry, what's right for one person isn't necessarily right for the other person. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we've, we've said engage before you, you speak. You know, think. Is it better to not say anything? No. No. So, what would you... What, what, no. Just yeah. Try and be normal. So, yeah. yeah. I don't... Because I don't want someone to listen and go, I don't, I'm now scared of even asking. No, I don't want to worry about saying the wrong thing, so I'll say nothing, but that's actually, that's but the thing, it. The thing not is, helping anyone. The thing is, though, Dan, and, I, and I, I'll speak for myself, I don't know about you guys, but it comes back to being proud of your children. Yeah. Like, I, I like talking about Callie because Callie's my daughter. Yeah. So it might, but again, that might not be for every bereaved yeah, parent. Yeah. They might have a different view on that, and that's okay. But for me, you know, uh, and again, but time has allowed it to be even more comfortable for me to do that. Okay. But like I said, I've got two daughters and I will talk about two daughters forever. Yeah. But again, like I said, that doesn't work for everyone, does it? Mm. Because like not, you know, not everyone wants... It to, depends to, what mood you're in. Absolutely. Yeah. When I get the twins one, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. he's a twin, but his sister's passed away. So how do you get, the, yeah. you get that an awful lot then? It's, yeah. And it... And it's a sort of just com- kills the conversation yeah. as well. Because you must be exhausted from. I know there's there's times when you you'll be in the mood to yeah to share that story, me. and then there's the days where it's like oh fuck off not not. I was today. like no, and just that's it. Oh yeah. okay, so or you just sometimes just going yeah he is, but we're not actual twins. Yeah, he's because he comes okay. passed away. It, it yeah. comes back to yeah. the question, doesn't it, of how many children you've got? Mm. And again, when Etta came along who is Callie's sister, for people who don't know, but Etta came along. When, early on, when people asked me the question, how many children have I got? I'd say one. Oh yeah, I remember you saying that. Because I didn't, like, I, but then I thought, well, what am I doing? Yeah. And then you'd feel really guilty because then I'm thinking I'm not mentioning yeah. Callie, but now I say two, fairly comfortably. But as Sam said, it can be, it can be a conversation killer, can't it? Unless yeah. you've got someone Nine times who, out of ten, it yeah. just goes, that's it. Because it's almost, oh, yeah, sorry, I can see what, yeah. But, and then they say sorry to you, yeah. And you're like, oh, it's yeah. not your fault. But like, <laughs> but ultimately, I don't mean it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but ultimately as well, we're actually the ones that are in control of that conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because we're the ones that can either kill it yeah. by saying something which will literally just end the conversation there yeah. and then, or we will then carry on with that conversation. It's going to sound like a really crap way of explaining it, but you imagine you walk into Domino's and you say to the man over the counter, I want a large pizza, but I want it for free. Uh-huh. What's the worst they're going to say? No. Yeah. Okay. They might say yes. You never know. But the chances are they're going to say no. And that's the worst thing that they're going to say is no. It's the same, similar with yeah. somebody saying something to you about, you about your child that's died. Is if they turn around to you and say, I'm really sorry, but I don't know what to say. Mm. Right. Then what's the worst that 
I'm, I can say to that, yeah. I, I can't say anything to that because they've acknowledged it. Yeah. They've acknowledged that they they don't know what to say. So therefore, they've they've broken the ice straight away, and then it's left up to me then on, on whether I want to keep that conversation going or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like, I think it's a really good way of putting it, actually. And yeah. and I also want a Domino's now. Enjoy on the way home. Yeah, ask for it for free. But I think that that's. I think as as yeah, a bereaved yeah. parent, you have to remember that you're always the one that's in in control. That's good advice. Even when you have somebody who comes up with some, sh- they'll say something stupid. You're still you're still in control of that conversation, yeah. Because you can turn around and walk away, yeah. yeah. You, no, there's no law, no rule that's telling you that you've got to stand there and continue that conversation with them if they say something that's ridiculously yeah. stupid to you. Yeah, it's not on you to make them feel comfortable, is no. it? No, yeah. No, whereas actually being in control, yeah. you can make them feel extremely uncomfortable if they say or do something which is, <laughs> and whether it's done in spite. I, I, yeah. I'm convinced that some of my ex-friends said things at times that weren't necessarily said to spite what we were going through. They were laced with something. They were, Yeah, it was almost like there was wow. something there. Like, like an undertone to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll never forget somebody turning around to me once in, in a bar, and it was a person actually that I hadn't seen for years, I, and I used to go to school with them. And they said to me, "Do you not think it's about time you just you just carried on as normal?" <laughs> How drunk were they though? I was like, "Do you not think it's about time I just drop yeah. my head button your nose?" <laughs> <laughs> were, they, <laughs> were they? Were they? I was wondering what Ryan's reaction was. <laughs> no, but I walked no, no. away. Okay, yeah, I walked away because I was like, "Right, yeah. I'll just kill the conversation." Uh, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Were they were, were they drunk though? No. And have you seen that person since? No, he, um, like I said, I haven't. Was, I hadn't seen. Was it one of those friends yet. that's like? He weren't even a friend. But like an old acquaintance, yeah. that you, you know those people that you don't. Because I just saw a bunch of old school friends over over Christmas times. I, I literally haven't seen them for 10, 15 years, and it's quite it, you know those dynamics. It's quite bizarre just how quickly you, you fit back into those. You know, yeah, you get yeah, those yeah. same senses and those same feelings. Oh, there's that person. There's sound. Oh, there's that one. He's yeah. a bit of a twat. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Or whatever, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. And they think they. I mean, this person. I, I would never. I was never that friendly with them anyway so they would never have right. known you know oh, you can have a bit of banter there or a bit of this or yeah that. that's interesting it wasn't like that but again stop the conversation straight away because I was in control and I can turn yeah. around and Weird. like I said I do genuinely believe that some of my older friends did say things yeah. that maybe had underlying tones in yeah, there perhaps. that you know but I was in control I'm no longer friends with them simple yeah. as that yeah, it, well said I want to ask you, Sam, because you were obviously said you carried on playing football. Yeah. How was the football changing room? Are you on about the stereotypical male locker room? I guess, like, yeah. Atmosphere, yeah. I, I should, did your teammates know what had happened? Obviously, yeah, and, like, they knew. Was there much for change? It might not have been, but was there much for change? I don't think so, because I don't no. think they knew what to say, probably. Right. Like, yeah. Were you like a it's senior like player within the team? Because a lot there's those dressing room dynamics. You could be the new yeah, guy, yeah. you could be the, uh, the, the yeah, captain. Yeah, so I was well in the dressing room. Yeah. Sort of thing, yeah. But, it was normal, so that's that's what helped I, you. I think that's why it was because if you've got such a big presence in the dressing room, just yeah. you being in there is going to have dominance to a degree, just of like the aura of the room. If that makes sense, I think, you know? it, I think it helped the team as well at yeah. the time because things in perspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, because you said so you started think, playing better. Yeah, did the whole team were like, we we, we, we did weird. really well in the Vars. We got to like quarterfinal I think oh the like FA two, bars two games away so from Wembley, yeah. Wembley yeah, could yeah. it with these proper football cups <laughs> <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never forget the, I think we played Worcester at home 
We had a pre-match meeting and video. Yeah. And the managers at the time, Scott Rickards and Mike Fowler, we did a video. But it had all pictures of, like, everyone's girlfriends. Right. Family. Family, okay. like, this is what you're doing it for. And at the end, it was uh, oh, yeah. Hugo. No way. Like, yeah. starfished at the thing. And it all, it was, like, I've never seen, I think oh, wow. everyone was, like, just crying. This was yeah. a game. But it was one of the moments where, like, I'll never forget. It's quite a perspective was, setting, isn't it? it? On, comes on Facebook memories as well all the time when it comes around that comes up a lot as well those Facebook yeah. memories because they can be they can either they can either make your day or really really set you off yeah yeah do you know what for me it doesn't it doesn't really affect me to be honest it doesn't affect me at all somebody asked me how on earth do you do this every day mm. how do you talk about death every day yeah how do you talk about baby death every day and deal with baby death and having to relive your own grief every day and stuff well, right, like that? Because there's got to be days when you don't want to. Yeah, absolutely. But also I do think over time you become a little bit desensitised to it and you, you're able to be professional when you need to be professional yeah. and you're, you're able to let yourself go when you need to let yourself go. But you said, Ryan, yeah. as well, you said about you, you take that grief on but you shove it out the window, don't usually leave the room sort yeah, of yeah, thing because yeah. you have to because yeah. you can't, you can't, take, can't every, take everybody's can't take grief everyone's home. grief home no. because you'd never, you'd never be no, able yeah. to live your life. Right? I mean, I've mm. had, I have had clients, two, three, probably count them on one hand that have had a serious effect on me with my own grief about Lily where it, it set in me off and oh, right. just like whether the story was very yeah. similar right. or you yeah. know some of the things that they talk about and how they feel and maybe how they've done things following the loss of their babies and how that the similarity with, with my own grief and my own journey and stuff like that so yeah there are obviously some similarities with, with you know we, we speak to so many people don't we so that there has been you know there have been clients where I've probably it let it affect me a little bit more than than yeah. I probably would with with others. But it's like Matt said, you do. You just you seem to box it up and just pop it to the side. And have because you two work together every day. Have you ever sort of? Yeah, don't not... remind me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so quick. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask you tomorrow how many hours I've got. Right. Birthday tomorrow, mate. It's your birthday. Good point. Yeah. Birthday. Is it tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Is it? Yeah. He's kept that quiet. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> is he having a party that I've not been invited to like yours oh for fuck <laughs> move on can you move on happy birthday Ryan happy birthday what, Ryan. what are you at tomorrow well you, you already will be by the time this goes up so 42 42 it was Sam's birthday Friday Friday yeah 32 Friday 32 32 and you've oh, just turned 40 ain't you? wish I was still in my 30s no 40 I'm closer to 50 than 40 now I don't know, can we leave? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, moving on. Yeah. I was going to ask, have you two ever um, not clashed, but like pissed, you know, because you're in the, as you, the reason why I'm asking is because you've just mentioned you have this every day, you live it every day, you talk about it every day, and those, and you had a couple of clients that you reacted to in the way that you did. Now, depending on mood, how you're feeling, tiredness, etc., your own body sort of biorhythms, whatever, whatever the word is, have, has there ever been a time when? when you found it difficult to be in a room with each other? <laughs> because, because of your loss, yeah, so not, yeah. just because of, not because of football banter or no, I, sweet arguments. I don't, no, I don't. How many R's are in the alphabet? <laughs> I don't think, no, we've never had a... No. Um, no. There's times where we might sit in the office and it's, qu- and it's quiet. quiet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's extended, normal though, right? Yeah, for an extended period of time. You can't talk all day every day anyway, No, right? no, yeah. You know, so, yeah, it, it, it's... I think, you, I think, I suppose you learn each other's... 
I, I suppose you learn everyone that you work with. It's just like anyone you work with. You learn, you learn relationships, don't you, and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and yeah, but uh, I think you learn your environment, don't yeah. you? You're in every day. Yeah. But I also think it's important because I it it's weird because when someone asks me what I do, and I I turn around and say I do this, and then I follow it with I really really love my job. Yeah. I sometimes have that that I've like people have been like what like people like really because of what you do sort of thing. But it's but it's because of the people I work with and because where we are and because of the the office environment mm. is we you know we 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 it's a, it's an office environment as well and we we enjoy ourselves because we <laughs> well i think you're going to help your clients more if you, if you, i mean i know it's a strange thing to say you enjoy your job considering it's based around grief and and, and support and things but if you didn't that's probably going to make you less useful to the people that you do talk to Mm. Yeah, I, I, but I'm, yeah, I mean, I've got a passion for it now. Yeah. Like, you know, that's what it's, it, I, I yeah, exactly. I like helping people when I can. But yeah, but no, I think going back to your question, no, I, mean, I don't think. And and you know, Ryan's my boss. So if he needs to tell me something, he'll tell me, which is fine. Sam, your your you work go. environment is very different, <laughs> aren't you? Because you're with DPD, so you. Um... I don't. I, uh, I left DPD. Okay, Curry, and I start a new job tomorrow. Actually, oh, that's do you? Different, yeah. But we uh, were you spending a lot of time. In the van. On yeah. your own. Yeah. So these are in a room together. So you're, you've gone through, look, you've, you've had twins. One survived. You've lost Harper. Hugo survived. Yeah, you've already got your other child and you've since gone on to, it was, sorry, Henry. Ha Harris. Harris, sorry. Harris was born afterwards. Yeah. And Henry was, was, was two before. before. So you've got all that going on and, you, and it can be quite, and they say a lot, you know, especially with guys, you know, that, that being on your own. And not talking to, but you're you were on your own. I know you had a bit of time off, yeah. but how did you find that being on on your own all the time doing that job at DPD? We weren't too bad because you're in and out of the van, so you're not. But well, I've been Korean for about six months. But they're strangers, aren't they? Yeah, but the yeah. Korean one when you're doing long distance. Yeah, okay. But I worked out a branch in Warsaw. Mm. And the road right next to it was Harper Close. It's called Harper Close. No, no way. way. So weird how these weird. things work out, isn't I don't it? Know. How did that make you feel first time you? Oh my gosh! So yeah, you... so I've drove past there. Like, did you? Were you aware of that before? Like, because no. some there's some road names right next to my street. I only found out like you know yesterday what it's called. You know, when you've been there for years, you just don't look at it because it's the road by you. <laughs> yeah. mm. So how did you feel when you noticed it? I don't know. Is it it's a feeling weird, that's yeah. even tangible? It's just weird. Mm. Then yeah. every day I'm driving. Yeah. I drive past it. So it's kind of beautiful. What mood you're in, yes. Yeah. Which it varies to fair, doesn't it? Yeah. But some of the longer distance. It, you, you know, when you've got that time to think. Yeah, sometimes it gets you. And... How did you, what did you do? Did you listen to, did you call people while you were on the road? Did you, were you how, was there a way that you helped, you know, maximise yeah, the way that you could cope with it? Listen to podcasts. Yeah. And listen to like the football ones. Yeah. Or phone people. But good. Sometimes just, yeah, it's not good. Sometimes you need van, you yeah. need that isolation. Sometimes, you know, I quite like, you know, especially, in, it's weird on a journey. I quite enjoy being on a, yeah. a long journey on my own. So you know, sometimes because it gives music, you music that... songs, a certain yeah. music what yeah. brings it all back. So we were in California, went to a shopping centre, and they have a music on yeah. thing, and Harper's funeral song came on oh, New Year's right. Eve. So it's like, How that's so mad. weird. Like, but I didn't say anything to that. The world's quite mysterious. But you, but right, you said that, didn't you? Right about Lily's song 
quite quite early on after you lost Liverpool. Like, I yeah. thought of you the other day because um, so anyone who's who's new to the podcast, I, I do a radio show as well, and there's a new version of that song. Yeah, um, and it's by uh, it's, it's called Five Flies by Lumix, but it's a bit. It's not like you know the original was very poppy and quite mellow. Mm. This one's like full on like bouncy. You came <laughs> okay. to reminisce festival. Yeah, I was yeah, DJing yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. I'll send you a link to it on the way okay. home because I was interested to see what you thought because I was never a mad fan of the original song but at the time I was working on a radio station where they told you you had to tell the listeners you liked everything even though I told them they don't believe you right? <laughs> <laughs> obviously they're corporate I'm just a one man army so I lost <laughs> but I, I, when I heard it I was like I re- I'm just sorry tangent here but I just yeah, wondered, yeah. Yeah, I, I wondered if you'd like it or not because well, I'll have a listen yeah because the memories of the song so bittersweet yeah, yeah. and it used to hear it all the yeah, time yeah. wasn't it well, it, was all, it was it was all the time I think the thing as well though it is when you're by yourself, because I used to find, I mean, I never used to do the extent of the sort of driving that you do, yeah. but driving to work when I was teaching, mm. it was a good 25 minutes, 30 minutes, probably very similar to yourself. Like you'd, you'd have a, a song that had come on or somebody had just say something on the radio and it had just like tri- transfer yeah. you back very, very quickly. But I think the thing that um, I've completely forgotten my train of thought. Before you before you remember it, then <laughs> if, it, if it comes back to you, Matt, did you have a, that, have you mentioned a song or anything that sort of triggers yeah, well, you like that? The, the song uh, very very early on, the song that that helped me get like because when we lost Cali was in the summer, so we were pretty much up the cemetery every day because it was warm and that's where we needed to be because mm. we didn't have any children at the time, other children as well. And her funeral song was um, "Somewhere Over the Rainbow" by Eva Cassidy. Oh yes, yes, yeah, and that was the song we carried her down to. And then when, when I used to go over, when I was back at work, I used to go over <clears throat> on a Friday on my own. And that was my time to be with her on my own. And if I felt like my emotions needed to come out, because I'd had, it was there, because you can tell, we feel it. I used to play that song yeah. and just pretty much bawl for about, like, yeah. just, just cry, literally cry for like, you know, yeah. for, for the whole song. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then you know, I, you I've know, got a story about that as well. Um, <laughs> you may feel better. Yeah. I remember Lily's first birthday. We went to the cemetery, and I still remember, I could tell you exactly what he was wearing. Alfie was holding Amy's mobile phone at the time, and we'd got family there, and we'd done a like balloon release and stuff. And Alfie was standing there with that song playing on Amy's mobile phone. And I remember looking at Alfie, thinking, Christ, what... How, what are we going to do? <sighs> sort of thing. Okay. Because he looked completely lost no like how old was he at this time on. so he would have been four yeah Look, but just oh from looking at him yeah oh, just, okay. just completely lost no remember way. looking at him mm. thinking to myself Jesus like and that song gets me even though it wasn't at the funeral or any that song gets me every single time I hear that song it, it was my old man it was my old sorry which one you on about the, the, the Matt song one. yeah, yeah okay. it, it was my old man um, which again is mad because my old man, as far as like emotions and things are concerned, that that side, yeah, he, he don't, he, you know, he's an old older generation yeah. man, like, and we were thinking about songs for the funeral, and and he came up, he said like, that's the one. If you, he said, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna have somewhere over the rainbow, he said, have that version. That, did and that I, shock you then? I was, I was like, 
uh, genuinely, even though I was... Dad, Boy, did you want the rave version? Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you want <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I just thought... Like, because he's not normally set that way. Like, no, just, and I thought... Emotion, like, yeah. And and he said he said that's the one, and I was like, well, oh wow, it, mad! Like just couldn't big Phil stepping in at the last hour to like yeah, pick up Phil. Your man's wicked though. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know Sam, and I, this is I've jumped right off where we were just. No, talking. no, go for yeah. it. That's right. I want to know how you felt playing football for the Lily May Foundation team, which you know obviously is a baby loss charity. I want to know how you felt playing with everyone else who was bereaved in some way, shape or form, knowing that Hugo was there, because obviously you've got your image of you giving Hugo a kiss, which I'm just going to pop up on screen now. And I want to know how you felt playing in that in a game like that, but knowing that Hugo was there watching as well. Uh, it didn't really cross my mind, to be fair. Right, well, that's fucked that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to it's because it. he was. I no, I, just, I can answer that. It's, well, be, it's okay. because he was pissed off about starting a sub, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, answer that question uh, yourself, Ryan, because the first time you played football when your lads were watching after you'd lost Lily. Can you remember? Can't remember. This is like the worst question we've ever asked. Yeah. <laughs> no, what about you, Max? You, obviously, with Etta. Etta was like more worried about Lola the dog. Than watching me play football, right? You know, so. No, I yeah. No, no I but, th- for you, <laughs> but for you, I think I think um, despite me now working for the charity, I think all of the things that we do, so the golf day, the football matches, um, there is always an element of, and it would always stay with me forever that I shouldn't be there. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, if Cali if yeah. hadn't been born, I wouldn't. But then. But then you go down a rabbit hole of I shouldn't be doing this, shouldn't be doing that, blah, 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 blah. So right, but my golf days. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, it's a great day. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to do it. Don't want to Ex- do it. Exactly. Right. What's that, sorry, the, the golf days. Sam, Sam, Sam uh, run his own. Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they're great. Do you feel exhausted at the end of those days? Yeah, them days. I just end up getting drunk. And right, yeah. Which I shouldn't do. No, same, but, same with a funeral. I don't know what you boys did. Oh, I was got smashed. After I, was, I got smashed. Because you go, yeah. I was probably a bit out of order. Hugo had to have an operation that night. Yeah. Oh, I just right. stayed out and did you? the pub and I went back. Right, okay. Just looking back now, I probably shouldn't, shouldn't have done. I don't think yeah. you could beat yourself up. No, no, exactly. No, but it's like, it was one of them saying, yeah. a lot of people would probably say, yeah, you're out of order, but ultimately, you, they no, can't put you no in. textbook to say. No, say, no, no, yeah, no. And they're not in that situation yeah. as well at the same time. The thing with the football... You know, when we've played Sands United, we've played against Aiken Arms, we've played against Angels United. Yeah. That is the biggest elephant in the room, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Because anyone who then walks past that pitch and says, oh, who's playing? And then bang, mm. all of a sudden somebody yeah. goes, oh, it's two charities that support yeah. parents who have, who have suffered yeah. the death of a baby. Well, there you go. And, and that links back to, as well, the, you know, the Christmas night out that we went, the drink that we went on with just for Christmas with the dads. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't spoke about that yet. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I I I thought about that as well and thought like we're in this bar. Yeah, yeah, but we're in this bar as well. And like just someone who doesn't know us will look across and we're like, we're just a group of lads out for a night out. Matt took us to a male working a <laughs> working men's club. 
us men were well represented in there. <laughs> Every <laughs> single patron. And, uh, <laughs> and within five minutes of getting in there, there was yeah. a big fight. Big fight, yeah. And really? it emptied. Yeah. 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 And Rich Oakey, who's one of our dads <laughs> who was out there, said he knew most of the dads, that, the lads that got kicked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of them ones. Because they're from Banbury, where he was from. But yeah, but yeah. But it, it, was I just, great, it was a great night. Cheers I, for organising that, man. I just looked at it, and like I said, I thought we were just, we're just a group of lads out together, but no one knows mm. what yeah. we've, we've been through and why we're there and why we're all meeting, you know? <laughs> Did you have, um, we, we might ask all of our guests this, any coping mechanisms during those, particularly those early days of grief, whether it's, um, like we've, we've mentioned alcohol, people throwing themselves into work, gambling, substance abuse, just the way, and we, we're calling them they're dist- distractions, aren't they? Whether they're yeah. good or bad. How did you find uh, yourself during this? Depends on the mood. Sometimes I probably drank too much when I should. Yeah. And wrong times. But football really helped. I was saying, yeah, yeah. Going back to work, because it was, because it was COVID, it was really busy. Because it was busy, that, that helped me a lot. Yeah, those DPD vans move as well. By yeah. the way, like they're they're quick, man. Like honestly, the way some of them drivers <laughs> drive them DPD vans. One of the depots <laughs> is near where I live, and it's like you get to one roundabout, and it's like I'm lost in a. It's like I'm the filling in a DPD <laughs> sandwich. But, but yeah, work, worked out. Worked out a lot. So and you, you mentioned it going, work, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially when it's when it's like you said, it's full on, and it's you literally don't have time. And, and Henry as well, to look after him. Yeah. yeah. It's probably getting to that age soon, maybe with the yeah, with, do. where the questions are starting. Eight, you go just, yeah. oh, I miss my sister. And how do you answer that? Oh, mm. it's like so just, we do too, sort yeah, of thing. Because yeah, yeah. it comes out of nowhere, so, isn't yeah, it? I imagine, like, yeah. Random, random times. I'll say it. It's funny you've brought this up. Me and Crystal talked about this a little bit yesterday. Etta's all of a sudden got really aware. Yeah. And that's something we're going to have to now start to handle and things like this. She's all of a sudden started. Because she's in year one now, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's almost like, I don't, I, I don't know, like a, a light has come on all of a sudden. It's yeah. like she's now talking about Callie Lowe's more and she's putting her in pictures every time and all that kind of stuff. But I like, might but, be being around a school environment, so a lot of her classmates might have brothers and sisters. I would they suggest, speak about them. Yeah, I'd probably. Probably, you know, all mm. of a sudden she's surrounded, yep, surrounded by. And How are you finding that, you two? Um, to be honest, Crystal a lot of the time handles it a lot better than I do. I sometimes tend to run away <laughs> run away from it. I try to answer and I do, I'm getting better at it, yeah. but but I'm still working out how to Yeah. I just like it when she talks about her. Yeah. That's both, I suppose that's just, you know, but yeah, it, it's it's something as she gets older. But this is where I, I said I also said as well that the, the the sibling days that she's done so far with the charity, I think has helped her because yeah. Yeah. she's started to that understanding has started before she's got older so okay yeah i think it's in place and then ryan with you on that because you're a different angle really because you're you're two boys are teenagers now and in fact your oldest has just passed his driving test hasn't it a few weeks ago so those those conversations originally i guess in a while ago before we start have you sorted his insurance out you see the quote <laughs> right no, I don't, I know, so man. this is the start of 2024 what was the didn't you get quoted like eight grand for an insurance oh, no. for the worst was 23,000. <laughs> 23,000? The car's only three and a half thousand. So, yeah, I'm really going to take a 23,000 yeah. pound insurance policy out. <laughs> Why has insurance gone up so much? Oh, mate, I'll tell you. I, yeah, I can't. I have no answer other than the fact that I, the world's gone mad. Yeah. The world has gone mad. Do you know what I don't understand about insurance? And this is totally off. off yeah, go on. Paste. There's a lot of people who don't drive with insurance. Naughty people, yeah. clearly, who don't drive with insurance. 
But now I can actually understand why probably some people don't drive with insurance. Yeah, because they've got to eat. Because they can't afford it. Exactly, yeah. So surely if you bring the price right down, more people will get insured... Therefore, then... Yeah, yeah, but that makes way too much sense. (laughs) Of course it does. Yeah. Why would you do something that's so obvious? (laughs) Well, you wouldn't because we're in this messed up world (laughs) where we do things to make things 20 times harder than they already are. That's why everyone now is riding about on them e-scooters, aren't they? Well, someone went down the middle of Hagley Road, Birmingham. Well, they made them illegal. Yeah, no, no, they've got this new company now. The orange ones, I can't remember what the brand that was. They've Uh, gone. They've got these like turquoise white ones now. Right. So rather than just being on the pavement... So I'm saying, all right, old man now. So I was driving down Agley Road, dual carriageway, and he just zipped through the middle of everyone. He wasn't even on the side. And I'm yeah. in the car. Thankfully, I was on my own. I'm like, he's not even got a fucking helmet on. Because <laughs> <laughs> he gets mowed down by a tramp. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if, yeah. I, if I hit him, yeah. I'm the one in trouble. Yeah, yeah, trouble. yeah, yeah. And my insurance is going right up. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> I can't remember what we were actually talking about before I went off on that tangent about the insurance, but that was it. <laughs> it was driving. It was it was driving around in your in your car, wasn't it? When you're working and having that no, time it, and yeah, that space. Yeah, and as about well. the kids. About the kids. Yeah. So my my kids obviously are 17, 12, 9, and soon to be seven years old. Because you mentioned, sorry, I can't remember if it was Alfie or Freddie mentioned who was stand, holding the phone. Alfie was it yeah, Alfie? Yeah, yeah. And he was four at the time, and yeah. it's say uh, he's now 17. seventeen. Yeah. One thing I did notice was we actually went to the cemetery on Christmas Eve and um, he he walked behind us when we when we left where the gravestone was and I, I, he took a photo of it, which I'm assuming he would have taken for his, either his, yeah. his own Instagram or something. Yeah, yeah. Because he has in, in the past been known to put things on, a, on birthdays and things yeah. like that. So oh. it obviously still, it's still there, obviously. Um, Do you and him talk much about, you know? No, no. I'm guessing those when it's right, isn't yeah. it? Because, you know. Yeah, no, we don't. We don't. Not just me and Alfred, we don't really talk to the kids unless they, unless they ask, unless they ask yeah. or they say yeah. anything. Yeah. I suppose that's, yeah, that makes sense to me, yeah. doesn't it? You don't want to, I guess, force things down people's throats unless mm. they're, because they might not be, they might not take it in unless mm. you need to be in the mood to take something in. Only I think it's just natural conversation as well. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. No right or wrong way. Cheers for coming on, Sam. No worries. Is there anything that you um, you want to mention that we haven't asked you, or anything that you want to talk about before we uh, before we sling our rock for this episode? No, not really. <laughs> Is that a phrase? You're asking the man who said there's only one R. Can I just explain? No, no, Rook? you didn't say there was only yeah. one R. You, you asked how many, how many R's. R's. It, wasn't, it, it <laughs> wasn't even really a question. You know, like at least with the maths one, three hours is not even a whole day. That you're the classic. No, at but, least that one kind of was a statement. But this that, one was how many R's are there? In what? In what? No, but that's how my mind works. Because in my mind, I was saying how many names Does your with mind R's work. Yeah, <laughs> how many names with R's, but then I came out as how many R's, but in my mind it made perfect sense. <laughs> Do you know sense. what, if we did an IQ test, I bet Matt would have the highest one, that's it. <laughs> Just, that's how it'll work out, I'll be the lowest. Yeah. Uh, no, Sam, thank you for coming back on with us. Yep. We'll awesome. leave it. Um, you're always welcome to come back on. I'll just have you on every three years. Three years. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and yeah, we'll see you. Um, uh, when's our next football game? Oh, that was what I was, sorry, one question I was going to ask because it was a bit elephant in the room and it's going back to the football. Yeah, the football. And uh, and, and when you mentioned about the fact when it's two teams yeah, who, yeah. Um, the bereaved fathers all playing, taking on each other, a bystander might not know. But also, within, and the, this is the elephant in the room part of it, how much sporting respect should there be in a game like that? As in, you're playing a team that maybe we're the shit team and they smash us, but should they took the foot, foot off the pedal or the other way round? 
Do you know what I mean? Is or is that something that you shouldn't? <laughs> the re- sorry, the reason why I'm asking this is because good it, question, Dan. It, it kind of happened at one game that we've had over the many years that Matt, we've had. Do you want to answer that? <laughs> do you know what I'm getting at? Should I answer this on before? I think you? you and Sam should answer <laughs> no, this. I know, I know we're joking around. I know we're no. joking around a bit, but I think it is war- it warrants a serious answer. Yeah. I think I think there's there's. Can oh, I answer that? Anytime uh, you guys want to pipe up and help no, me. No, like, I I th- I think. I th- yeah. No, go ahead. No, I th- and I think I know where you're going to go with this. Yeah. I- we, <laughs> you know, we have from all the teams that we've played in. You're talking about males going onto a football pitch, playing the nation's game. Yeah. Everybody wants to win. Yeah. It's as simple as that. So you, you want pumped, to win. You're pumped. So you oh, pump. Yeah. You yeah. pump because you want to win. But ultimately, at the same time, you have an understanding of why, why you're on there. that pitch. Yeah which is why before the game, we always do the smoke bombs, yeah. we do a pink and blue smoke bomb, we do a, a minute silence with the opposition team and, and so forth. And that's the nice little yeah. sort of yeah. thing that we do. The tribute, isn't it? The, the tribute yeah. to, the, to the babies. But then at the same time, there is a, I think there's a mutual understanding between any of those players on whatever team you're on is that you are on there to win the game. It's still a well. game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You want to win for yeah. you. I agree. I, I agree. I, I also think as well, and, it, and I've said this to, to Ryan, it, it, we've, we've mentioned Sam, how good a player he is. It's, it's not our fault, but like, mm. every, like all the dads, or the majority of dads that we've supported in general, uh, we've got some good players, haven't we? Yeah. Like we, we've got, we've actually got quite a lot of, decent players and it's the fact that they've come for our charity they've been supported and we're not then going to say you can't play because we want to make sure we don't we keep the score down we're there as Ryan said to play we can't help the fact that we've just got yeah. Yeah. And, and even the ones who don't play anymore like I mean I, I played semi-pro you played a decent level of football there was others so and as Ryan said I don't care what anyone says when you're in a competitive sport and you've been in a competitive sport it's very difficult to turn that off yeah. when you go on and play again because yeah, well said. you want to win. It was 12 on, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Straight in there. <laughs> no, we won 12-0. 12 12-1. 12 12 one. But I won't go on there. I won't fly into tackles. Like no, that. exactly. No. That's where it, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. And I think that's where the difference is, is that, yeah, I think there's also a... We all understand and we all recognise. We've all got to get up for work next yeah, day. It's yeah, yeah. It's a charity game. Would your guys' answer have been the same if ours was the team that got pumped? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Because I would right, have then. still gone out and yeah, played for played right. for the best that I possibly could. Yeah, yeah. and for your right. baby. Yeah. That's what you do. You no, know? Okay. Yeah. Because, and going back to that as well, I saw lads who scored in those games. You mentioned yeah, it on the show. And it meant yeah. so much yeah. to them that yeah. they'd scored. Yeah. They were doing it for their baby and... Do I apologise because we've we've beaten teams by by a high scoreline? No, not really, because because of that reason. Yeah. Because for them dads, that was their big that yeah. was their big thing for yeah, them. That's exactly. helped that that goal or them goals were for for their baby. Because this happened a while ago, but I thought with his being an elephant in the room, it was the yeah. perfect time to, no, to uh, round things yeah. off and bring it up, especially with the yeah. talented footballer like Sam we had on the bench <laughs> at the start. I mean, imagine that bringing him on when it's 8 0. It's not nice. It was about 5 0. The benefit to the other team was that's when I went off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's good. For, and we were, we, we, we're going to try and put some dates down to get at least three again this year, if not. Yeah. More, yeah, because yeah. that's a really enticing offer to anyone if they'd like to play us. <laughs> but it happened to, but to be fair, it happened to us at St George's Park, didn't it? Where oh, we got we got battered. absolutely battered. Yeah, you yeah. have to get battered. We, you know, we, t- we turned up at the tournament and we just didn't 
we, we, you know, we absolutely we, we got like, schooled. Yeah, yeah, completely. We did. Yeah, we, 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 we just didn't. You know, we got better as it went on, but not very much better. But yeah. we, did, you know, so we had to take that then. You All know, right. and yeah, absolutely brilliant. Well, thank you. That, that uh, brings the episode to a close today. Sam, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. No you got a bit of jet lag at the minute, haven't you? <laughs> Tired. Yeah. <laughs> He's done well. He's literally just landed back from California. And it's, it's a lot harder, isn't it, going that way, west to east, isn't it? So I believe. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Um, so thank you, Sam. Um, love to your family. Take care, and we'll see you again very soon. Thank you. This has been the Still Parents Podcast in association with Globals Make Some Noise. If you would like to get in touch with us, we would love to hear from you. And uh, we all say, if you want to come on as a guest, whether it's for a whole episode, join us on Zoom for just a few minutes, whatever it is. Or we can even record something. We don't have to do we don't have to do it live or just send a message. Our website is stillparentspodcast.co.uk, still parents podcast on socials. You will find us there. Gentlemen, anything else? No, all good. Thank you. Right. I'm off to look at the alphabet. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to, to you. Happy birthday to me. Sorry, thanks. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>